Welcome to the Grand Rapids Local History Podcast. I'm Matthew Ellis. I'm Jessica Kroll. And I'm Travis. Uh, making a special appearance today is Matt's puppy, Indy, little husky. Yeah, we are uh, currently working remotely. Um, so yeah, we're at home because uh, that's, that's how the, the world is right now. And I, I'm hoping that, that this little podcast will... Um, you know, be a break from from the real world. It's kind of kind of what we're hoping, and acknowledge uh, that things are weird right now, and and it's okay to to feel like things are weird, and it's okay to think a lot of the different things. Hopefully, we can take a break from thinking too hard. Uh, yeah, chit chat yeah. for a little while. Today, we're going to talk about annexation, and and I didn't know much about it, Matthew. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and But I have driven, I've kind of lived near Fulton and Eastern, and I would drive by this sign that said original city boundary. And I wasn't sure quite what that meant. I mean, I knew what it meant, but I, I was curious and I figured there must be more to this. And then um, you start looking around and there's Granville and there's Kentwood and there are all these other little towns and you just wondered, how did they exist? At least I did anyway. My friends will say, you know, we went down to Grand Rapids the other day and, and uh, we ended up on, you know, 84th Street. And I'm like, whoa, guys, that is that's Byron Center. That is not <laughs> right. Grand Rapids. And so I've always been this stickler about boundaries. We're going to learn about it today and figure out what happened. Definitely. So those those uh, signs, I, I think they're yellow, right? Yeah, brownish maybe. Yeah. Those, those mark the original... Um, four square miles that made up the original Grand Rapids uh, city boundary. And those, uh, the, the streets were Wealthy Street to the south, Leonard uh, Street to the north, Eastern Avenue to the east, and Straight Avenue to the west. So that's right. probably why Eastern was named Eastern? Yeah, yep. It was the easternmost part of the city. And um, the Fulton Street Cemetery right there that borders right. on, on Eastern how how the city was able to incorporate as a city was they had to own a piece of property outside the city. And so that's where Fulton Street Cemetery was. So they bought the land for Fulton Street Cemetery and were able to incorporate as a city. Interesting. So that area seems a lot larger than four square miles. Like if I were to drive in the summer from Wealthy to Leonard and then over to Eastern and back to Straight, that feels a lot larger than four square miles and it would definitely take me longer than like just just because all the traffic lights and everything like that. Yeah, four square miles doesn't seem like much, but when I'm looking at this little map, it goes over the Grand... There's a couple... Leonard goes over the Grand River. Wealthy goes over the Grand River. We've got some original old school west side. Um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good chunk of property. And, and back then, it took them a lot longer to, to travel because they only had horses or, or they had to walk to get across town. Yeah, no hail on the bus or even the right. 1850. Good grief. Yeah. So um, we started out in 1850, and it was a nice, perfect square. Mm-hmm. Things got a, a little messier as time went on. When was the next kind of chunk of Grand Rapids added? So the next chunk was in 1857, and... The city increased by 6.4 miles, so it increased by, by more than half. Wealthy Street was extended to Hall. Leonard was extended to Richmond to the north. Um, Eastern was extended to Fuller to the east, and then Strait was extended west to Garfield. 
Wow, that's so a, just a bigger square. Yeah, but then the, but then there was also um, a little area in the southwest that was added, and um, that's where the wastewater treatment plant is right now. Oh, I can I can I'm looking at this map. Sorry, to, uh, oh. where, can, where can we find this map? By the way, Matthew, that you shared with us, is this available somewhere on uh, the internet? Um, it's not right now, but it can be in the future. Okay. Okay, we'll wait till one person requests it, and then we'll... Okay. Then we'll, 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 okay. Grand at gmail.com. Yeah, so. maybe by the magic of editing, we can uh, figure that out. Yes, absolutely. That's a <laughs> that's a fine idea. Yeah, so if I'm looking at this map, I do see a little, just a little dog leg, just a curve of the river. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing that there had to be a reason. I'm not sure what the reason is, but it, it, do you know why that little dog leg existed? Why, why not just keep the square? I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it was why it was annexed at that time. It doesn't sound like it, it was wholly used until the wastewater treatment plant. There was there was a lot of um, maybe furniture interest in that area. That's where a lot of the future furniture companies would would build their some of their plants. But I'm not sure why it was at the time. Yeah, it just seems like everything's square, and here's this little weird piece. I'm sure there yeah. was a good reason. Yeah. Um, before we go too far, can you tell us what exactly it means to have something annexed or to annex something? Yeah, so um, annexation is a, a process where a piece of property that belongs to one governing body is transferred to another governing governing body. So it's just land transfers between between municipalities, between counties, between townships. And most of the time it involves a vote in the city that is annexing the property and then a vote in the area being annexed. There's there's different rules and regulations that deal with like parks, for example, if the city owns the land, then they can annex the land by just a city commission vote, or at least that's how that's how they did it in the past. That's how they annexed. Um, oh, what's that creek? Plaster. Uh, Kenosha. Yeah, that's Plaster Creek, right? Yeah. Yeah, Kenosha Park. That they they owned that park. They started uh, buying parcels uh, that included that park uh, way, way back. And I think it was in the 60s or something that they annexed that by a by a city commission vote and that they did the same with uh, Roosevelt Park. OK, so so we jumped ahead a little bit in time there. Mm-hmm. All right. How uh, we, we have neighbors and, and maybe we can chunk up these neighbors and talk about them. And, and even though I'm picky about our, our boundaries <laughs> and what is Grand Rapids and what's not, I know we have some great neighbors and they're neighbors for a reason. Yeah. How do you want to do it? Do you want to do north, south, east, west, or do you want to do south? I mean, how do you want to figure out our neighbors? Oh, I'm not sure. Um, we could start. Let's start with Walker. Let's start with Walker. I was okay. just gonna say, Walker confuses me the most out of <laughs> any surrounding area. And I think it's mostly because of the Standale area. And for some reason, I have it in my head that Walker is like northwest of there. And I know that it's not. I know that it runs along Butterworth, but I just can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> is that a dog? Is it a, is it a dog toy? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on a sec. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
Get out of here. Get out of here. No, go they're on. fine. Go they're on. fine. Take That's... your take your little baby and go. Oh my gosh, it is a, it's a little baby toy. Yeah. Like a human baby or just a small dog? No, it's a, it's a little raccoon that she carries around in her mouth and cries. That is adorable. <laughs> That's absolutely adorable. Now I've just become so accustomed to it that I didn't even hear it. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jess, go ahead. Oh, I was just rambling on about how Walker confuses me. It's mostly because of the Standale area, but also like, okay, I had to do a project in college and I had to go over to the Vessel uh, headquarters and it was just confusing getting over there because, I don't know, let's just talk about Walker. I don't understand it. It it, it, it does seem to cover a lot of territory. Like, isn't, isn't the Meyer headquarters in like Northern? Walker. Yeah. But yeah. then it does I go all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. I, strange the Meyer headquarters is, it's by the Bissell place. But then if I take back roads home or back roads between Jenison and Grand Rapids, I'd sometimes take Butterworth, which is, you know, also considered Walker. So it's a large area. I, I agree with you. And <clears throat> I don't care for Walker either. That, that was actually one of the main neighbors. Why? Why Walker? It, it, it used to be a lot bigger. Prior to Grand Rapids incorporating as a city, it went all the way up to the river. So Grand Rapids was pretty much just on the east side. And then for the for its, its very early years, and then once it incorporated as a city, it, it annexed the western part of the, the bank there on the Grand River. So how did Walker feel about that? I mean, they had to vote on it, correct? Um, I'm not sure how they did. How how annexation works sometimes is only a small amount of people actually have to vote for the annexation to pass. So if if there's 10 people in the territory to be annexed and then all of the city of Grand Rapids you can easily see that when those two votes are taken, if Grand Rapids wants to annex the area, its whole population can outvote the territory. So so this is like a one-to-one vote? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You've got to be kidding me. Um, that sounds terribly unfair. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's one of the reasons why it eventually went to the Supreme Court. Which is why we see less of it. Partly, and, and partly because um, this, the townships incorporated as cities themselves. So the, the rules rules for annexation changed, and then also it's harder for a city to annex uh, land from a city. But I'm not sure why. I didn't look that up. So so Walker was, was organized as a township in 1837, kind of about the time that Grand Rapids uh, as a village was incorporated. The first, uh, I thought it was interesting that the first settlers of Walker came to Michigan from Canada. But um, as to why it was named Walker, nobody really knows. So my question of why Walker is is unanswerable. Unanswerable, yeah. So um, I wonder why they incorporated as a separate village instead of just combining with Grand Rapids if they were established around the same time. Yeah, I'm not sure why why either. Maybe it was it was. Because they were separated by the river, there was no there was no bridges. There was no bridges across, and and I, I think we do have to address that there were Native Americans living there who had their settlements on the west side of the river. So it's possible that there was a, a buffer, as it were, I guess, between the settlers of Walker and the settlers of Grand Rapids. 
I think that's a really interesting point that you bring up. Like, yes, these cities are being created. Yes, these boundaries are being created. But that's all. They're just being created. Um, Mm -hmm. And and yeah, the the Amishabi are like, hey, uh, those are actually sacred burial grounds to us. Right, right. And and, uh, it didn't matter because more than 10 people voted. So here we Mm -hmm. go. Yeah. Uh, in, in 1891, the city expanded again uh, into Walker. Uh, Garfield extended to uh, Bristol in that annexation. And then I, th- I think there was another smaller annexation into Walker in the 20s. I was just going to say it looks like maybe 1926 to Colville. Yeah. Looking yeah, at the yeah. map. So Grand Rapids uh, kind of had it out for Walker. We kind of expanded into their area uh, in 1857, 1891, and Jess, you said 1926. 1926. So we just kept, we as in the city of Grand Rapids, just kept getting bigger and bigger. When did we stop expanding uh, westward? So 26 was the last time for a while. Another annexation discussion started in 19... in the 1950s, and the... Do you guys hear that again? <laughs> oh, <absolutely>. Yeah. <laughs> um, where, where where were we at? Uh, uh, the last westward expansion. <laughs> yeah, so so in, in the 1950s, there was annexation talks to try and get that part of Walker that was north of the Grand River to Fulton. So the site of, um, like, the Grand Rapids Gypsum Co., I'm not sure if that passed. I think that did not pass. But then um, on August 2nd, 1960, that was when that was the the biggest year for annexation. And so that's when a large amount of Walker was annexed into the city of Grand Rapids. And uh, oddly enough, they annexed the land that included the Walker Township Hall. (laughs) So they had to build a new new township hall for Walker. Uh, That seems about right. Yeah. And then, uh, sadly, the the building was demolished sometime after. So not only did they lose their historic records in a fire, but they lost their uh, historic town hall. They uh, Walker incorporated as a city in 1962, and that was largely to prevent further annexations. What does it mean to to be a town? If you're a township, you cannot be, or you can be annexed. But if you're a city, it's more difficult. Is that correct? Yeah, I think it's. The population and the how how they're incorporated because they because um, Grand Rapids Township is still a township, but we haven't really seen any further annexations, and that was because they after after all of the annexation happened, they became a charter township, and so I think it was with the signing of a city charter or a township charter that I think that charter protects them against the annexations. Okay. At least that, that, that was my understanding of the of the literature on this. So pretty much 1962, we said, all right, Walker, we've carved up enough of your space. We've we've taken your city hall and destroyed it, or town hall and destroyed it. We built you a new one. We were kind of done with, with Walker for the most part. Is that a for the, for the For the most part. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so if we had a little south... Wyoming is another area that uh, was kind of encroached upon by the city of Grand Rapids. Yeah, yeah, Wyoming was in our uh, site too. 
It was originally part of Byron Township, which was established in 1832. But then for some reason, Wyoming uh, split and in 1848 became its own township. And it was uh, this one we know the name of. We, we know it was named after Wyoming County in New York where many of the residents came from. Okay, so we have... Interesting. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. We have some Canadians just to the north in Walker and some some New Yorkers uh, in To the south, yeah. I feel like it was maybe common to come from New York because I know, like, Ithaca is mm-hmm. named after Ithaca, New York. Ionia, I believe. Uh, I have ancestors that were part of the foundation of Ionia, and a lot of them came from New York as well. We won't hold that against you, Jess. <laughs> I think uh, Kent County was named after someone with the last name of Kent from New York, but I can't recall. So yeah, a lot, a lot came from from New York. It was a pretty common uh, portal to the to the Midwest. So let's see, Wyoming split from Byron Township, and uh, Grand Rapids said, "Hey, we." We kind of like your style. We like what you're doing down there, and we want part of, of your town. What did what did we do? When did we get it? Uh, so it, it really started again in the original city boundary with with wealthy moving south to Hall and then moving further to Burton. And then eventually we annexed the, uh, the Roosevelt Park there in 1956. And it was, it was Wyoming that really kind of put the... Uh, Put the end, put an end to annexation uh, in in a 1963 annexation effort. Grand Rapids was was able to muster the vote to uh, have a portion of the city of Wyoming that was extraordinarily large. That it caused Wyoming to bring the case to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court ruled that the city had more of a say than just the portion to be annexed, and so that really changed the rules. Whereas previously, it was only the people within the area to be annexed that could vote. Now it was the entire city. And this was the United States Supreme Court case, is that correct? I believe so, yeah. I believe it was. And so that was 1963. Grand Rapids lost the case. What happened? Uh, They were forced to return the, the large portion of Wyoming, but none of their other annexations were overturned. And there was there was still annexations after that. It was just less less common. All right. So Wyoming's safe for now. Where did we go next? What about Grand Rapids Township, which still exists? What what's how did we get there? Uh, so so Grand Rapids Township, which is now a charter township, before it was it was not. Um, that was originally organized in 1834, and it was organized under the name Kent Township. There's all, all these weird overlapping names with with Kent, like Kent County, Kent Township. At one time, Grand Rapids was named the Village of Kent. Oh, wow. Um, so it, it's a little hard to keep track of that. But in uh, 1842, they, they renamed the township to Grand Rapids Township. And uh, Rick's Robinson, who's kind of a well-known settler, he was, he was uh, Grand Rapids Township's first supervisor, which I think was kind of like their mayor. I'm, I'm not sure how that operated. Uh, I think township supervisors are the, the mayoral equivalent the, of a okay. city or someone with a, with a mayor, sure. Okay. And and his election, so Grand Rapids, the village of Grand Rapids was kind of within Grand Rapids Township. There's not a ton of evidence this far back about that, but there's, there's anecdotal evidence. His election to become the Grand Rapids Township supervisor was held in a house 
that is now where the McKay Tower stands. So you couldn't get closer to downtown. Right, right. That's like the heart of the heart of the city. McKay is at the corner. It's, that's at Lake Rosa Park Circle, right? Yep. And then uh, so so there's a there's a book um, that the Grand Rapids Township Historical Society put out, and and they see it uh, when the city of Grand Rapids was incorporated in 1850. They see it as a like a secession from Grand Rapids Township, and so they they maintain that the city seceded from from the township. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What is the difference between Grand Rapids Township and Grand Rapids Charter Township? What's the classification? And then where exactly is the township today? The original Grand Rapids Township didn't have, it wasn't a charter township. And I don't know what the difference is, but I think it was just a more formal rule of law. I'm sure someone knows. And it's things where we're just... Someone's yelling again. Right. <laughs> that doesn't matter. We'll go with what Matthew says. He has not yet been wrong yet. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> um, but today it covers a, a long, a, a pretty pretty large territory, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's east of, um, or yeah, east of the East Belt Line and then north of uh, Four Mile. Wow. So I, like I believe. the Ada area? Or am I completely wrong? I think think so. You're close, but Ada's a little further east. Okay. So I earlier think they, when I said yeah. that Walker confuses me, I actually meant that the entire surrounding areas right. confuses me. <laughs> um, so Grand Rapids Township was, was sounds like maybe they were a little miffed that Grand yes. Rapids became a city. They're like, hey, you're taking our name and you're not just being a township, you're being a city, which, fine, we'll become a charter township, but it sounds right. like they're a little irritated. Yeah, yeah, and and that, that theme kind of runs throughout their, their history. During the um, August 2nd, 1960 annexation, a large swath of Grand Rapids Township was annexed into the city of Grand Rapids, Again, and the, their history reads, uh, overnight, the township lost two-thirds of its citizens to Grand Rapids, dropping from twelve to 14,000 residents to 4,968 residents. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah. So maybe they have a right to be, and this is 1960, this is, I mean... Folks are undoubtedly still around that remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. Really recent. They annexed, uh, let's see, looks like five school districts. They annexed, uh, yeah, Huff, Beckwith, Michigan Oaks, and, and parts of uh, Burr Oaks and North Park. And those were all annexed into the Grand Rapids School District. What happened with, uh, let's say, so Walker lost their, their township hall. What happened to the charter township when they were annexed to like a police station or something of that nature? So the, the police stations, they turned over operation to the city of Grand Rapids. But that was one of the um, main arguments that people used for annexation was so that Grand Rapids could provide those services cost efficiently and more effectively. I could see that as being somewhat valid from from that perspective. It would make sense. You've got some economies of scale working for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Training schools. Schools also were were on board with that. Um, the um, North Park Board of Education pushed for annexation as early as 1956, and and it was really it was telling that they were pushing for this because once they were annexed they would be out of a job because there wouldn't be a need for a north park board of education if they were within the grand rapids 
school board of education district. Um, but they, but they knew that they didn't have enough population within that area to raise the money for a new school building. What they had to do, they, they only had an elementary school, North Park Elementary, and so they had to bus their students to either uh, Creston High School or Comstock Park High School. And it cost the students, every student had to pay, I think, $200 to, to be admitted into those schools outside their school district. And I looked up wow. what, what that cost was in today's dollars, and it was, let me see here, $1,897. So that's a chunk of change. Wow, and that makes sense. Hey, let's let's put the onus on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not all bad, I guess, from the annexation perspective. But right, depends on whose side of the history you're reading from. I yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. There's always two sides to a story. So we snagged Walker. Wyoming's like, stop. We're we're done. <laughs> no more from us. <laughs> um, we targeted Grand Rapids Township and and sliced their population. Mm-hmm into two-thirds of what it was. Yep, yep. Um, so we're, we're kind of on a roll here. And this is 1960, the mid-end uh, of 1960. And the city limits are getting bigger, significantly mm-hmm. bigger. And we're far from a perfect square, which um, would have been really interesting to... I, I like that. I would have been against Lucius uh, or against Camp Howe's version of the city with all the wheels... Yeah. I like the squares. I mm-hmm. like the grid. And to me, it would have been great to see us just annex in squares. Right. That's not the way it worked out at all. Right. It almost it almost did. Really? But uh, yeah, yeah. And um, when when the annexation was was first being proposed, it was over um, water rights and whether or not the city should sell water to the surrounding areas. They had proposed um, the the Grand Rapids Area Chamber of Commerce came out with a recommendation that the the duly elected representatives of other segments of the metropolitan area in a calm and objective consideration of an integrated water system to wholesale additional water supply to all political segments of the metropolitan area. So they, they tried to create a metropolitan water authority, which would kind of operate water being provided to Grand Rapids, but then also being provided to East Grand Rapids and Wyoming and Walker and Grand Rapids Township. But the voters in the city of Grand Rapids didn't like that because they would be taking on the brunt of the tax uh, taxes sure, to pay for sure. it. And so one of the plans to the, that the city of Grand Rapids City Commission came up with was to just create a new city. In, in 1959 and 1960, right before the largest annexation, they proposed uh, what they called the New City Plan, which was creating a new city by joining Wyoming, East Grand Rapids, Walker, Paris Township, and uh, Grand Rapids Charter Township into a new Grand Rapids. I thought it was funny. They, the, the Grand Rapids press kind of wrote like a, a flowery uh, piece about how the, uh, each letter was, was stamped with a gold seal and delivered in person to the, the clerks of each uh, municipality. They're like, thanks, but it's going to take a little more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the the city commission supported it. The Grand Rapids Chamber of Commerce supported it. Um, but I saw it was it was pretty pretty hated outside of the city. Um, everybody outside the city. Uh, I saw one um, source that called it a flagrant attempt to destroy local autonomy. So they they had a, a December vote in 1959, and the surrounding communities overwhelmingly opposed it. And so and so Grand Rapids went the annexation route. For a moment, that new city would have been just a giant, a giant square. Square, yeah, yeah. That would have been wow. something else. And that again, 1960. This is this is incredible. Um, you mentioned a few other areas. You mentioned Paris and Kentwood and East Grand Rapids, and we have not talked about a how they have had come about, and b if we had stolen anything from them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what about EGR? Did we uh, were we able to snag anything from them? So we we weren't able to actually. Um, we tried a few times. Uh, oddly enough, um, East Grand Rapids was kind of kind of snagged land away from both Grand Rapids Township and Paris Township too. When it was in, it was incorporated as a village in 1891. It uh, it had 300 people at the time. And the northern part was kind of in Grand Rapids Township, and the, the southern part was in Paris Township. There was different sources. I, I think both Grand Rapids Township and Paris Township like to lay claim to East Grand Rapids. So some sources will say it was originally within Grand Rapids Township, and some will say it was originally in Paris Township. Those are all trick, trick answers because they yeah. were both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, in 1927, it was incorporated as a city. And the, the first um, settlers, two of the first, were uh, Lewis and Ezra Reed that settled that settled in that area. And that's where we get uh, Reed's Lake from. Nice. Do we know if they came from New York State or Canada? I'm not sure. We'll follow up with that. Maybe yeah. through the magic of editing. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do any of that <laughs> Maybe next time we'll mention it. Can I tell you a fun little fact about East Grand Rapids that just makes me happy? Definitely. Okay, so Jersey Junction, are you guys familiar? So delicious. Okay, so the original owner was, uh, I think her first name is Doris Van Allsburg, who is the mother of Chris Van Allsburg, who wrote the Polar Express. Oh, wow. And... Yeah, and you go in there, and there's a model train uh, that runs around the uh, the ceiling of the store, and um, they've got some other Polar Express memorabilia in there. And uh, I did a story on it in college because uh, they sell Hudsonville ice cream there, and I just thought it was really cool. Wonderful. That is cool. Did you yeah. know, Jess, that it sold earlier this year? I think I did read about that, yeah. Yeah. I didn't read about that. It's still, uh, still family, uh, still family owned by uh, several families actually through huh. in EGR and oh cool, uh, lives in Grand Rapids proper. But don't worry, they're gonna keep things, keep things Good. the same. Good. But that's a nice little factoid. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite uh, favorite spots to go for ice cream or just yeah for ice cream yeah oh, or and candy. I mean they've got a lot of candy there. Right, right. right. Yeah. Ah, the candy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that there's still places of that nature. You know, it's not, uh, I don't know, maybe I was the only one, but did anyone else, when you were a kid and didn't know better, steal stuff from the bulk section in Meyer? Oh, yes. Good, good, thank you. That makes I, me No. I, uh, I forget about the bulk first. section. Like, the bulk section's not a thing anymore, and then every once in a while I'll get this memory because 
I'll see those windmill cookies, and I'm like, wait, you used to be able to get those in bulk at Meyer. Oh, yeah. Why not? The bulk section was uh, was great, and, you know, my mom uh, certainly did not encourage or would have allowed us to take <laughs> samples. <laughs> yeah. She certainly would have never allowed that, so we always had to sneak it. <laughs> uh, six siblings, who knows, maybe only five of you go to the store and you can distract her while the other one No, that's great. Pocket full of loot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not saying we are the reason that there's no bulk section anymore. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. There was one, and then we came around, and now there's not one. But I'm glad well, I'm not the only one. No, it was fun while it lasted. There you, <laughs> there you go. Oh, so, East Grand Rapids. The Reed brothers, they were there early. Yeah, right? they were the, They were there they pretty were early. Lake. Um, Do you think they named it Reed's Lake after themselves, or was that named after Oh gosh, I don't know. I that's that's a pretty bold move to name I, a lake after yourself. I was I was gonna get there, <laughs> Matt. I think you're absolutely right. That's there's a lot of adventurer spirit in that person to say this is my lake. Yeah, I think that's how um, Lambert Lake was named. <laughs> I, I think okay. that the but yeah. So East East Grand Rapids um, was was settled pretty early quickly became a favorite uh, destination for uh, Grand Rapidians. I heard that ticked them off in East Grand Rapids. Did it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm playing off um, the stereotypes. Yeah. They, they had an amusement park. Um, they had an amusement park uh, with roller coasters and stuff like that. And people would take the, the railway uh, cars down uh, wealthy to East Grand Rapids and but that quickly, um, once automobiles became more widespread and people could go farther for their for their vacations, East Grand Rapids it kind of fell into disrepair. Yeah, so the park closed, the roller coasters were were torn down and replaced by apartments. Uh, but also uh, Collins Park there on on Reed's Lake. And this was the 1950s, so that park was there for why maybe 15, 20 years, or do we know how long that park existed? Oh gosh. Park? Oh, uh, the amusement park. Um, I want to say in the nineteen, the early nineteen teens. Okay, um, so it was there for a minute. For yeah, for for a while. Okay. Um, and then uh, so Grand Rapids tried to annex parts of East Grand Rapids in nineteen twenty six. They had uh, kind of uh, the precursor to the new city idea where they wanted to consolidate East Grand Rapids and Grand Rapids. So they had a, a, a 1926 vote, um, but it did not pass. Can you think of any reason contextually why maybe it would not have passed? I, I think that population-wise, EGR is always at a disadvantage. Was yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I, I can't think of why it would have at that time the mail-in ballots didn't get counted in time we'll never yeah know. yeah who who knows um it was right before the great depression maybe and east grand rapids may, maybe this east grand rapids was just doing a lot better than grand rapids and wanted to stay separate so uh it wouldn't have mattered how many folks in grand rapids wanted to annex it would have also depended on east grand rapids vote is that correct yeah yeah so it was all of east grand rapids voting and all of Grand Rapids. And I don't know what the numbers were in 1926, population-wise. So another one of those mysteries. Yeah. Um, and then in, in 1963, 
another annexation vote took place to annex um, all of East Grand Rapids into the city, but it, it didn't pass. That one I kind of get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 1963, boy, that was after, was that slightly after the uh, GR case? The GR Wyoming Supreme Yeah, I think I think that those were um, pretty on the same timeline. Um, what they did with the, the 1960 vote is they had separate elections, but on the same day in Walker Township and Grand Rapids Township. So they um, didn't have to kind of, um, they could, oh, I don't know how I want to put this. They, they didn't really have to fight on two fronts. So they kind of separated them out. Okay. Uh, was there any, uh, was East Grand Rapids looking at the Supreme Court case at that point in time? Or was that vote before the Supreme Court ruling? Did that was before, that? yeah. That was before the Supreme Court ruling. Okay. So. I'm trying to get a feel for the timeline here. Yeah, the 1963 Wyoming vote and the 1963 East Grand Rapids vote happened pretty pretty close in time. And the Wyoming one won uh, the the city of Grand Rapids won that vote and annexed that portion, but they weren't able to annex the East Grand Rapids portion. And then Wyoming brought it to the Supreme Court. Gotcha. I, I that, appreciate yeah. that does clarify things. Yeah. I, I'm sure that uh, not not every township was feeling litigious. But, uh, right. <laughs> they didn't have to. Walker right. was taking, or Wyoming was taking care of it. So. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, Grand Rapids tried to um, annex East Grand Rapids into that uh, new city vote as well in 1959-1960. I'm going to look more into that because that sounds really interesting to me. I've never heard of, a, of that new city proposal. Yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't either um, until yesterday. I found some news some news articles about it. It was really interesting. Um, so so we're getting, we're kind of making our way around what is now the city of Grand Rapids and we're touching on a number of different so we went from Grand Rapids Township to EGR just below that is is Kentwood Township and Paris how did we go about snagging parts of their property so so Parish Township it was originally named Paris Township uh, and it was settled in 18 in the 1830s and formally organized as a township in 1839 the early uh, the, the first early settler, the first um, log house in the, the township, they think was built by uh, a guy named Barney Burton, which was the namesake for Burton Street. I like that name, Barney Burton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably wise they went with Burton and not Barney. For, oh, the Barney might be a good street. Name. Right. I like the I like names that alliterate. I, th- I think they're fun. It flows nicely. Yeah. Two syllables, alliteration. So I, th- I think we mentioned the Kenosha uh, Park land in Paris Township that was purchased by Grand Rapids, the city of Grand Rapids, starting in, a, in about 1925. And then in uh, 1960, the city sought to annex that land. And uh, they thought they could do that by um, just by city commission resolution since they owned, owned the property. Right. And were they successful? Yeah. Yep. Okay. No lawsuits there. No lawsuits there. Um, and um, and it, it, to be fair, I mean, it's a park, right? It's park land. It's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would be suitable for development back then, but um, so maybe less of a fight for for that specific area. Right, right. I would imagine the creek was fairly well, on its way to being fairly polluted. 
Um, so perhaps it's less of a desired space. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure why Grand Rapids started started purchasing the the land. I think it, a lot of it was deeded to the city specifically for park purposes. Uh, that's pretty common with uh, with early parks and and the parks in the city. So as individuals um, uh, would drop their their will, they would say, "Hey, we're going to deed this to the city." Yep. Yeah, and then and then they would uh, have stipulations that it be used as a uh, as park parkland. Sure, Jess, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm just learning a lot because no, I didn't grow up in the area. So Paris Township is not a thing anymore. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, it, it okay. eventually became um, Kentwood Township and then became the city of Kentwood. Okay, so that makes more sense. And I've always wondered why there is a road called East Paris Road, and I yeah. never thought it made any sense until right now. It used to incorporate, or it used to encompass a, a lot more. Grand Rapids took a lot of um, a lot of land from Paris Township. Um, one of the reasons why they became uh, the city of Kentwood was because they just didn't have much land left to do to do anything with, and so they had to incorporate as a city to prevent more annexations. The city for for Paris Township, the city used kind of a a piecemeal approach where there was a, a, a attorney who lived in Paris Township who owned a lot of land and uh, his name was Albert Dilly and he came up with a kind of a new way to annex property during this time where if the majority, if the simple majority of an area voted to become part of the city of Grand Rapids, then it would pass. I don't know the uh, legality of that or, or how it came about, but, but they called it the Dilly Scheme. Just just in its name alone, by calling something a scheme, it doesn't sound like there was a lot of legality there. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was it was pretty widely hated. I, I saw, I found um, like a little comic where there was a, Travis, I don't know if I had sent this, sent this to you. But it was kind of a guy who represented the city of Grand Rapids, and he was like reaching his hand out to a piece of land and grabbing the land, and and the land was called the Dilly Scheme or something like that. It was it was pretty pretty renownedly um, hated. Yeah, but Dilly uh, has gone down in the history books with something called the Dilly Scheme. I think. Yeah, <clears throat> that's another <laughs> band name or something. So that's how Kenwood formed. Yeah. Yep. And that kind of brings us full circle to the Wyoming area. And again, having the benefit of looking at this map, it, it really did grow and it expanded quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, the expense of, of others' property, or if you can even call it that, just uh, uh, land, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And that's the 1960s. Where did we go between the 1920s, 1926 or 27 to the 1960s? Is there, are there any highlights or points of interest that happened during those years? Yeah, yeah, there's a few. Um, they, they had smaller annexations during that time, but none were larger than um, two square miles. Most were, were smaller than one square mile. The land that Aquinas College sits on was annexed in 1927, but it was just a very small comparatively annexation. Same with um, uh, 1958, where um, Kent County, the Kent County Hospital complexes uh, were located um, off of Fuller. Uh-huh. Um, that land was annexed in 1958. So yeah, there, there was some, some smaller 
annexations. And we've we've kind of been portraying Grand Rapids as as taking up all these all these um, communities, these outside communities' lands. But a lot of it was to provide services. The outside communities were petitioning Grand Rapids to provide sewer and water. A lot of the individuals within the, the lands to be annexed were wanting the, you know, we talked about uh, the fire services and the police service. I, I saw one source that said Paris, all of Paris Township only had four police officers. So when they sought annexation, they, they wanted, in some parts, the city infrastructure that Grand Rapids could provide. I saw one one source that the planning, uh, the Grand Rapids planning director noted that Grand Rapids wouldn't benefit that much from large annexations because the the added cost to administer all the services would outweigh any revenue gained from new taxes. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm sure it, it worked both ways. Infrastructure is expensive. Services are expensive. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're getting to the 1960s, you know, as populations started becoming more suburban. And I'm not sure exactly if that history happened in Grand Rapids. I presume it happened in most oh, yeah. urban yeah. areas where, you know, all of a sudden suburbia is a place to go and then mm-hmm. things are expensive. All is all is not terrible, though. Uh, there has been some cooperation as of recent. We're, we're working. We're working with our neighbors. Yeah, definitely. One, th- one thing um, that I can note uh, is that, that August 2nd, 1960 annexation vote... That added um, 12.67 square miles to the city, so a pretty large chunk of land. Wow. Um, that's almost three times the original size of the city. And, and the uh, city what? now is, what, 45 square miles? Or no? I, I'm thinking of a project that I did where I had that written in there. I think that sounds right. I think I saw a chart where it said that. I'm going to say it's about 46 square miles. No, you're correct, Jess. It's, uh, it is 46, but I Googled that. Oh. <laughs> Full disclosure. You were shooting from the hip, which is 100% more accurate than I would have been. Nice. And it started off as four square miles, so that's Look how far we've come. Yes. And I just... difference. I just want to say four square miles for the original city is an accurate statement. And to say 45 square miles, it's more like, you know, it's not a square at all. 45 oddly shaped miles. There you go. I feel much better about it. <laughs> the city is a very, like, weird shape now. I think it's kind of funny. It is a very weird shape. Yeah, and a lot of... I mean, the, the boundaries blur all the time. And, and we can point out that uh, we didn't talk about Granville. It just didn't touch Grand Rapids. There, it didn't share a boundary with Grand Rapids. And so it was kind of spared from uh, the annexation processes. It was it was not included in the the new city vote. Did they do their own annexing? Granville, um, they uh, I didn't see that they did their own ac- annexation, but they did kind of uh, I guess secede from Wyoming uh, okay. Township to form a city. So it was originally within Wyoming and and then became its own incorporated city. So by the time Grand Rapids got around to snagging stuff from from Wyoming, they they said we've had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too much, and that and that's and that's kind of why um, w- when we look at the map, you know, it, Grand Rapids is kind of spreading out, uh, you know, like northwest and northeast and southeast, but not so much to the southwest. And I think that's that's due in in large part to uh, that uh, Supreme Court case. Wow, 
Well, all, virtually all of this, I had some or very limited knowledge on, but this is very interesting to me. And I think that I bugged you about this. It was not your idea. This was not something you were interested in. I, I thought it was once I started, once I started digging into it, I was like, oh, wow, this is really interesting. I had no idea. So I'm glad you were able to, to help make it interesting because um, cool. no more annexing. We haven't annexed in a number of years. Matter of fact, we're kind of cooperating at this point in time. Yeah, to some extent, with some some areas. Yeah, there was that uh, that uh, Grand Rapids Business Journal article from 2016, just a little while ago, about uh, a deal between uh, Walker and Grand Rapids, where they were kind of talking about sharing, kind of sharing the property a bit, where somebody wanted to redevelop the land, and they were working out an agreement so that it would stay in Walker's jurisdiction, but then be assessed and taxed by Grand Rapids. And, and that would allow for the property, the developers to have some cost reimbursement for cleaning up the, the property with Brownfield redevelopment financing. So Walker's too small to qualify for Brownfield redevelopment financing and, and the city of Grand Rapids is not too small to qualify. So they, they worked it out and that was in 2016, I think um, late last year in 2019, there has been more progress about actually putting that cooperation in place. So, uh, thanks, Walker. That's it's a that's a great thing. That's it's good to have neighbors. You know, you don't always yeah. need that cup of sugar, but when you do, <laughs> boy, you're glad you're talking to your neighbors. Right, right. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely a great example of of cooperation, and I, I think we see a lot more of that today than than we did uh, back then. Could you imagine a uh, a reason for annexation? Let's say. Next year, someone decided this is what I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna try. Could we go about doing that, or has has there, have the rules changed a little? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning would be. I think Grand Rapids provides the service, a lot of services to the outside communities already. So, so you don't see it likely. No. Okay. There's. About, I mean, what about just for fun? What if someone's like, you know what? I just. Just to make a super city? Sure, why not? Let's give let's give New Grand Rapids a shot one more time. Bring it back to that square uh, square form. <laughs> let's square off Grand Rapids. Right. <laughs> Probably wouldn't go anywhere. I think that's Probably not. And 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 I think people like their um, for the most part like their uh, identity. Sure. As a part of their their city. So that's it. That's that's why we have the neighbors we have. That's why. That, that is. That's why Walker. Did we get to the end? Uh, I think so. I think. Okay, All right. Glad to hear everybody. And, uh, yeah. Okay.